So I think I found a secret ingredient to seeing success as a influencer. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast, a podcast created to equip and empower Christ followers with this one truth. The Jesus who died to live in us also died so he could be shared by us. My name is Marcos and I am a Christ follower. Every episode of this podcast exists to encourage other Christ followers to let their light shine. In some cases, I may be encouraging you to actually turn your light on. I believe influencers point people to products and services, while influencers point people to Jesus Christ. If you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, then you have the ability to live your life in such a way, unapologetically, so people get to see the Jesus living inside of you. And when you and I live in that manner, people see it, and either it makes them curious to find out more, or it makes us bolder to share Christ more. And if I could be a little more specific, as Christ followers, we have a responsibility to share two specific things, the love of Christ, as well as the message of the cross with as many people as we can. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we are reminded by Paul that every Christ follower is an ambassador, that we speak for Christ. Our greatest call as Christ followers is to call others back to Christ. And taking this role of an ambassador is important and it has specific requirements. And one of those requirements actually is not so easy to do. And, and I know for me, it's definitely difficult for me to do constantly and consistently. To help explain this, I want to look at a particular account in the Bible that I actually referenced in the first season, the very famous story of David and Goliath. And just to recap, Goliath is in the streets talking cash crazy that he's going to defeat everybody. And David hears this and David is kind of upset because Goliath is coming against the children of God. And David uh, believes that there is no one who should do that, who should try to come against God. So David steps in and says that he wants to do this. Now, David is not a soldier. He's a shepherd. Uh, he's pretty small. And, but he knows that there is no one who can def defile God like this and get away with it. So David finds a way to get to the king and talk to the king to talk about fighting Goliath. And that's where we're going to pick it up in 1 Samuel chapter 17, where David asked the king to fight. The king said, you're too small. It's not going to happen. David tells him that he's a shepherd and he for bears and lions and and so we're at that point now where the king is moving more towards allowing David to go out and fight because at this point the king is just trying to get a win he does not want Goliath to defeat his people so the king goes and he begins to give David his armor and he pick up in verse 38 where it says this then Saul gave David his own armor a bronze helmet and a coat of mail David put it on strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. This part of the account really shows me how much David understood and modeled a character trait that is hard to recognize and even harder to master. And this is that secret ingredient 
to seeing success as a influencer. This shows me David was not afraid to submit. To be more specific, David modeled how to submit to authority. Now, here's what I know. The word submission is a word that does evoke certain emotions naturally. So what I want to do is make this more palatable, make it more digestive. So I want to use the word submit. And as a synonym, we're going to use the word honor. David honored Saul. David showed us a great example in how he honored the request of Saul. And here is how I come to that conclusion. Looking at the account, just hearing the story, hearing about David, hearing what was happening at that time, I presume when David saw the armor, he most likely knew two things. It wasn't going to fit, and he had never worn that kind of arm before. So it's safe for me to presume and say David probably already knew these items would not fit and would not work out for him. Then I have what scripture actually tells me. It tells me that David tried it on. He walked around and said, this is not for me. What went missing for me in this account is the very fact that David went through the exercise of putting the armor on and walking around in it to try it on and to try it out, not only for himself, but for Saul to see it because Saul asked him to try it on. David honored Saul, submitted to his authority, and honored his request as opposed to looking at the armor and saying, you know what, bro, that's not going to fit. I'm not even going to try it on. He actually put the armor on and tried to move in them. As a matter of fact, verse 39 says David took the armor off again, which means he probably put it on, walked around, tried it, took it off and put it on again to give it another try and took it off. Looking at how David handled this, it made me understand following the call of God to honor authority may not be naturally easy. But I will say this. Following the call of God to honor, to submit to authority, will always bring about the best God has for you. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17 and 18, this is what Peter says. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect, not only to those who are good and gentle, but also to those who are unreasonable. Scripture is undeniably clear when it calls Christ's followers to honor and submit to authority. Now, submitting to authority when authority is functioning in a proper way or is operating in a way where it is in my favor is something that is extremely simple. However, when authority is functioning properly and it isn't in my favor or authority is not functioning properly, it is not as simple to do. And that's when honoring goes against what we would rather do. For the most part, it, it is within reason that as you listen right now, you are in a place where you may have a quote unquote regular job, where as a Christ follower with the call of God on your life, you find yourself wanting to do what you want to do. In those circumstances, it is pivotal for us to remain firm in our calling. And for me, I've learned that while I have a calling on my life to do what I was called to do, I'm still called to operate in this foreign land as an ambassador. And this is exactly what Paul was talking about in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 
as Christ followers, we are called to be his ambassadors. An ambassador operates in a foreign land. An ambassador is a representative in a foreign land. And yes, as an ambassador, you have authority in this foreign land. Along with that authority to operate in a foreign land comes the responsibility to navigate this life in a foreign land to obtain the outcome God has for you there so others can come to know the love of the Father. When Jesus is sending out his disciples in Matthew chapter 10, he gives them this instruction. Be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. In Jesus giving them this instruction, I don't believe he was telling them to be slick. I believe Jesus was impressing upon them the importance to navigate this life as an ambassador. I think that mentality should be the same for you and I living today. Part of living this life as an ambassador for Jesus Christ is honoring and submitting. Submission is defined as the action or fact of accepting the authority of another person. In talking about this same topic, and I believe the same passage of scripture, Tim Ross said on his podcast, The Basement, something extremely valuable. He said, submission isn't submission until it feels like submission. And as we turn back to the account of David and Saul, I see something. Here is the blessing I see in this specific account of David and his submission to Saul in honoring the king's request. It's an extreme irony. David, honoring the request of Saul, granted him the favor to not do what Saul requested. In other words, David saying yes to Saul made the way for him to say no to Saul. Now, this revelation is a heart check for me because initially I read this and thought, now all I have to do is pretend to want to do what I'm asked and then God will work it out for me. And that is not how it's guaranteed to work. It is something I see happen in this specific account with David and Saul. And this is a side note. I learned seeing something in the Bible doesn't make it automatic for me. Seeing something in the Bible can just make it descriptive and not prescriptive. Meaning, just because I saw it happen does not mean it's automatically going to happen for me. So I should not do what I see modeled just because I will receive the blessing that I see. I should do what I've been called to do because I will be blessed for doing what I see. Now, here's the final thing I realized with what I saw with David and how it relates to my life. The ability to honor and submit to authority will directly affect and is also a direct result of my ability to submit to and honor God. For me, I'm not saying that honoring and submitting is the default option all the time. Effective honoring and submitting takes time. It requires us to listen to the Holy Spirit's lead. And this is why I'm glad we have the ultimate example of what it looks like to honor and submit. It is an example I'm pretty sure you may have thought about every time I said the word submit, submission, or honor. It is the example in Matthew 26. In verse 39, we hear Jesus preparing to go through the toughest time of his life, where he knows what's going to happen. He has the authority as an ambassador. Moreover, he has the responsibility to navigate life here on earth to obtain the outcome God has for his life so others can come to know the love of the Father. 
Jesus, knowing this, stewarding this tension, he gets three friends to go off to a quiet place to pray. With them there, he prays this in verse 39. It says, he went on a little farther, bowed his face to the ground praying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Something also uh, struck me as odd and peculiar and really uh, a heart check for me is Jesus says, yet I want your will to be done, not mine. I noticed Jesus didn't say, uh, I'll do what you want. I'll do it just because you said, he says, no, I want your will to be done, not mine. The same way David's honor to King Saul led to a victory for those around him. And the same way Jesus' honor to the Father led to our ultimate victory where he died for us. It's the same way when we choose to ultimately honor and submit to God by living as his ambassador, we are placed in situations where God's people see God's goodness and favor as we are salt and light. As I always say, there are people who you know who are only one interaction away from moving one step closer to Jesus Christ. Who knows? Maybe that interaction could be with you. Thank you for spending this time with me. If you haven't already, connect with the podcast on social media. Stop by and join the conversation at the Influencer Podcast on Instagram. Remember, wherever you go, your influence matters. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. Until then, keep influencing for him. Thank you.